0: amen our father we thank you thank you for who you are to us thank you for all you are doing or you've done your walkings on the earth through your church through your body All we ask about your spirit receive insight, revelation understanding exhortation teaching on what we are to do and how we are to do it and how it is done in your word, how you teach us by your spirit, by your spirit of faith. Lord, we receive that insight in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, clarity and direction, precision and accuracy, by your Holy Ghost power. Amen. All right, God's vision on the earth nine. God's vision on the earth. Second Corinthians four. Second Corinthians four. See one to seven. Second Corinthians four verse one to seven. Therefore, since we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we do not lose heart. Verse 2, but we have renounced the hidden things of shame, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully. So craftiness, you know, trickery. That twisting the truth of the gospel. But by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. Our gospel is approved, right? Verse 3, but even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. We do not preach ourselves, but Jesus Christ the Lord and ourselves, your bond servant for Jesus' sake, for it is God who commanded light to shine out of darkness. Who are shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of the Lord in the face of Jesus Christ. Verse 7. But we have this treasure in earth verses that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. Alright, let's consider that verse 5. For we do not preach ourselves. For Christ Jesus the Lord. And ourselves are born servants for Jesus' sake. And translated from the word they, de. D E A N D. A-N-D translated from de. Is actually a continuative primary particle but the point there is that you have to consider what was said before the end and after the end in that text you have to consider both so we can see that we do not preach ourselves but jesus christ lord these guys are testifying these men testifying to the fact that jesus is lord and ourselves your bond servant for Jesus' sake to so remember, we talked about the fact that the truth of the gospel is the resurrection of Jesus Christ. and announcing the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So announcing the resurrection of Jesus Christ is preaching Jesus Christ as Lord. You are proclaiming to the fact that Jesus Christ is Lord. He is King. Announcing the resurrection. Remember, Caruso, a public announcement. You are bold about it you are testifying to the fact that Jesus is Lord that same Jesus Christ that died upon his resurrection he made an open show and now he's Lord he's Lord so a king is what is means by lord when we say Jesus is Lord we mean that he is king so a king has a kingdom and a king is lord over his people A king has a kingdom, and he is Lord over his people. Let's see Psalm 89 verse 18. Psalm 89 and uh, verse 18. Okay. I believe we are there. Alright, Psalm 89 and verse 18. For our shield belongs to the Lord and our King, to the Holy One of Israel. So He is Lord because He is our King. He is Lord because He is our King. Let's see Isaiah 33 verse 22. Isaiah 33 and verse 22. That is 322. But Lord is our judge. Lord is our lawgiver. Lord, Lord is our king. He will save us. The Lord is our king. So he is Lord because he is king. A king is Lord over his people. The people in his kingdom. A king has a kingdom. So when Jesus Christ is Lord, we are saying he is that king. You see, David actually testified to this. When we see Psalm 110, verse 1. See, he said, The Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand till I make the you enemies your footstool. So the Lord said to my Lord, David knows that he is not that king of glory that can save the world from sin. He is not that king of glory that can grant men salvation. He is not that king, but the king of glory is God. Jesus Christ in flesh and blood. When he says, the Lord said to my Lord, he knows that he is not the king. He is not that Lord. He might be the king in Israel, but he is not that Lord. He is not that king. Do you understand? He is not that Lord. He is not that king. Let's see Luke twenty-two twenty-five. 25. Luke 22, and verse 25 and it said to them the kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them and those who exercise authority over them are called benefactors so the kings exercise lordship that is what a king does the king is lord over his people the king is lord over his people let's see 23 Luke 23 1-3 one to 3 then the whole multitude of them arose and led him to pilate and they began to accuse him saying we found this fellow perverting the nation and forbidding to pay taxes to caesar saying that he is himself is christ that he himself is christ a king Then the pilate asked him and as, the pilate asked him saying are you the king of the jews and he answered him and said it is as you say he is lord That's what is being pointed out here. He is Lord because he is our King of glory. He is our King of glory. So, those who now serve in his kingdom are called servants. That's the word, bond servants, the word used there by Paul. Servant. There is a servanthood. So, those that serve in his kingdom, the workers, the laborers in his kingdom, are now called servants. So, the servanthood is used to describe our ministry. We are sons of God, very true. Our servanthood, in that sense, is used to describe our ministry, our work. Then our childhood is used to describe the new birth. We are born again sons of God. We are born of God, born of the Spirit of God. Therefore, we are sons of God. That is, we are children of God. We are actually children of God. We are in Christ as sons. We are children by birth. Birth of the of the resurrection, believing what God has done in Christ. Do you understand? Do you understand? So childhood is used to describe the new birth, our inheritance in Christ. Or oh, is it servant who your born servant? You see, himself, Paul, is also a, a son of God, but still he said, Your born servant. Remember when we thought how that we live for others, that is, we live for Christ. Unto others, that is living for God, is living for others, sticking up for others. That's selflessness. You get it? That, that's selflessness. That's selflessness. That's selflessness. So, Paul is serving these ones in the work of the ministry, and that is serving God, serving them, making sacrifices that they are saved, that they grow in the knowledge of the faith. That is a servant. This is a servant born servants. So childhood is used to describe the new birth. How that we are born again by the Spirit of God. John 3, verse 3 to 5. When it says servanthood, we are describing our ministry. So those who serve in the kingdom of our Lord are servants. And guess what? We are actually servants with the spirit of faith. We are servants that are indwelled by the spirit of faith let's see that second corinthians 4 again we, we already studied this before second corinthians 4 verse 13 verse 13 and corinthians 4 verse 13 and since we have the same spirit of faith according to what is written i believed and therefore i spoke We also believe and therefore speak. We have that same spirit of faith. That same spirit of faith. We're referring to this same Lord, our Lord Jesus Christ. Let's see Psalm 106, verse 10. Psalm 106, verse 10. That is where he quoted that place from. He says, I believed, therefore I spoke. I am greatly afflicted. I said in my haste, all men are liars. David is just describing the persecution. See from verse 8, for you have delivered my soul from death, that's salvation, my eyes from tears and my feet from falling. I walk before the Lord in the land of living. I believed and therefore I spoke. So his prophecies are because he trusted in God. So we that we have believed in what God has done in Christ, we therefore proclaim what he has done in Christ. We proclaim it. We announce it. Caruso. announce it jesus is alive and risen from the dead we have believed therefore we speak those are servants we are servants in god's kingdom we are servants in god's kingdom so we are servants with the spirit of faith we are never alone amen we are never alone let's see mark 16. let's see mark 16. in Mark 16 verse 15 to 20 and he said to them go into all the
1: world and preach
0: the gospel to every creature he who believes and is baptized will be saved but he who does not believe will be condemned and the signs will follow those who believe in my name they will cast out demons they will speak on new tongues they will take up serpents and if they drink anything deadly it will by no means hurt them they will lay hands on the sick And they will recover. So then, after the Lord had spoken, our Lord, right? Our King, right? Our King, our Lord. that Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. We already spoke about the right hand. No, a place of authority. Authority upon the resurrection. No, authority upon the resurrection. We already studied that. When we say we are seated with Christ in heavenly places, seated at His right hand, seated at right hand, seated at his right hand, that place of authority, that place of a place we can claim, and say we are in Christ. No, that place of authority, seated with Him. So He was received up. That word received up in some translations is used for ascension. That is, it is used. That is, it is translated into ascension. No some translations. a word received up, that Greek word is analambano A-N-A-L-A-M-B-A-N-O This means to take up. To take up. It was received up. It was received up. But if you notice something there, let's verse 19, so then after the Lord has spoken to them, it was received up in heaven and sat had the right of God. And they went out and preached everywhere. The Lord walking with them. So the preaching is the walking. Have we? So the Lord walking with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs. Through the accompanying signs, through the accompanying signs, through the accompanying signs. The, accompanying signs. the Lord walking with them. So the received up will now mean that he, w- he 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 translated back to a spiritual form now these ones now we are going to study more we're going to study more that same lord that was received up it will mean that it will not just mean he just said bye-bye or he just ran away and say i'm 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 gonna i'm gonna check back on you later on he says the lord walking with them that same lord <laughs> received up Working with them. That means the presence never left. Let's understand this more. Matthew 18, 20. Matthew 28, rather. Verse 20. And it says to them, from verse 18, And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So don't be confused by that word ascension. It does not mean that Jesus flew. Received up. He was taken up. He was taken up. Let's see Galatians 4. He was taken up. Just hold on to that. We're going to study through. Galatians 4, Galatians 4, that same Lord was walking with them, preaching, accompanying signs and wonders. That same Lord, that same Lord, that same Lord. Let's see what happened there, Galatians 4, verse 4 to 10. But when the fullness of the time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying out, Abba Father, therefore you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. Let's stop there. Let's stop there. You can see that God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts. So that son of God, that's jesus christ our savior is that spirit of god the spirit of the son is god's spirit the holy spirit that same spirit of faith that's why paul used that word that same spirit that is received by faith so when you say the, the apostles had the spirit of god walking with them is that same jesus christ our lord Hold on to that. Let's see John 20, John 20, verse 18, to 23, 18 to 23. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord and that he had spoken these things to her, then the same day at the evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for the fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side, and the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. So the Lord said to them again, Peace to you, as the Father has sent me, I also send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, "Receive ye the Holy Ghost, Jesus, that same spirit of God, <laughs> So his presence with them was the presence of the Holy Spirit. So when he says, "Receive ye the Holy Ghost," that was when the apostles had the indwelling of the spirit, so the moment they got saved, they received the indwelling of the spirit like everybody else, their own salvation was not a special kind. Their own salvation did not wait for 10 days before they were indwelled by the Spirit. It is not on the day of Pentecost. On the day of Pentecost, they were filled with the Spirit-spoken tongues. But this moment Jesus rose from the dead, those who believed Him received the Holy Spirit straight up. He said, receive ye the Holy Ghost. John captured that to show us that these ones had the indwelling of the Spirit. They received the Spirit of faith the moment they believed that Jesus is truly risen from the dead. You know, we started last week that some doubted. But the moment he explained to them, some believed, then others believed later on. You know, the 12, as you see, 11 rather we want to include Mary Magdalene 12, okay, they believed, they believed upon the explanation and all 40-day teaching of so some, see had doubts then, he ate with them, so there was that point whereby they believed, and that point they believed is when they received the Holy Ghost, as Jesus said, receiving the Holy Ghost, Jesus' presence with them was that same Spirit, they were witnesses, they saw him in flesh and blood, That same spirit, so they received up there. Let's quickly consider the word heaven O U R A N O S. The word received up into heaven, no heaven there. O U R A N O S. It means God's abode, God's abode where God dwells, God's abode where God dwells. The spirit of faith, so received up into heaven means He translated back to his spiritual form. John 4.24, God is spirit. You worship him, worship in spirit and truth that referring to reverence. God is spirit. He is a spiritual God. So, he being born as a child is the incarnation. God coming in flesh and blood. John 1.12, John 1.14. He came in flesh and we beheld his glory. What Moses could not get Show me your glory. No, not yet time. But then we beheld his glory. Beheld his glory. God in man, in flesh. The word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. So the, the, the receiving of Baku means that he went back to a spiritual form. Similar to what happened with Enoch. His body was not seen translated back to a spiritual form that is the receiving up, that is the ascension so he is now that invisible spirit because we have received faith because this is now the 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 the, is no longer the time when we need thousands of signs and wonders before we believe what god has said we are now people of faith faith we now believe in the invisible Something being invisible doesn't mean it is not real. So he dropped his flesh and blood, and that is the ascension there. That is the receiving up there. He was received up into heaven, the supernatural. Supernatural, God's abode. If that is God's abode, He has always been God in His abode. Think of what I'm trying to say. Get around trying to see. He was taken up into heaven because that mark 16 20 shows us that same Lord was walking with them, accompanied with science. He was with them the moment he rose from the dead. That is the indwelling of the spirit of God. Jesus Christ just stopped being flesh and blood. That was the receiving up was the receiving up we now know he is with us that jesus christ is here with us that spirit of faith is with us we don't have to see him we are not like the israelites that would see the red sea path that would see multiple physical demonstrations before we trust god no the signs that was being accompanied was for the unbelievers to bear witness to be a witness to be a witness for the unbelievers to understand to be pointed to the gospel to be pointed to the fact that jesus is risen from the dead that was the essence of the science an indication that truly this truth is approved by god jesus is risen from the dead was received up into heaven let's move further Our lord jesus christ is that spirit He is that light as we have studied he didn't leave us alone to do the work on our own we have that same spirit of faith that is what john said behold the lamb of god who takes away the sin of the world those who have received that spirit are people of faith he took care of the global problem to be without the spirit of god He's in invisible form. We cannot see him, but we believe. We believe we are people of faith. We are people of faith. We are proof. We are salvation. Our salvation, the church of Christ on the earth, is proof that Jesus is alive and risen from the dead because we are a product of that work, of that salvation work. He didn't leave us alone. He didn't leave us alone. He went back to his invisible form to be not bounded by physical senses, not to be seen with physical eyes anymore. Not the natural body. He let go of that flesh he took up. He let go of it because now he dwells in us. We are now his temple. We are now men of faith. We don't have to see him to believe him. We are people of faith, not like the Israelites. We don't need any further sign. All we need <laughs> is the truth of the gospel. We receive it and know that Jesus is risen from the dead. Hallelujah. 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 So not bounded by physical senses. The Word became flesh. He stopped being flesh here. He stopped being flesh here. No longer bounded by physical senses. That is very significant of the fact that we now believe in by faith. It is all about faith faith in what God has done in Christ. In Christ. So Jesus supernaturally stopped being flesh and blood. He is that spirit of faith that has always been since Genesis. That same spirit that hovered, remember? <laughs> As uh, uh, Moses was explaining to us. That same spirit that would dwell in only those who are believed in the risen Christ. That same spirit. Jesus our Lord is that spirit of faith that enables us to serve. See what he said in John 20. He said, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. In Mark's account, in Mark sixteen twenty, he was walking with them. Let's quickly see that again mark 16 he was walking with them so the teaching was in flesh and blood the accompanying of signs was without flesh and blood verse 20 and they went out and preached everywhere the lord walking with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs Verse 19, so then after the Lord had spoken to them, he was in flesh and blood here, he was received up into glory, he translated out of being humanly physical, and they went out and preached everywhere, that same Lord, that same spirit of faith, working with them, confirming the word, indication that the truth of the gospel is valid, indicating that Jesus is truly risen from the dead through the accompanying of signs. He supernaturally stopped being flesh. He is that same Holy Spirit. Ephesians 1 13, in him you also trusted. After you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. The salvation of the 11 disciples was not different than the one we have, it was still faith. We see that we started last week that some doubted, some doubted, right? Some doubted. Did those ones receive ye the Holy Ghost? No. Upon their salvation, upon whenever they believed in their hearts, that is when they received the Holy Ghost. As Jesus said, receive ye the Holy Ghost. The moment he showed himself to them, he is that same spirit of truth in flesh and blood. So he never left them to walk on their own. spirit of God so the point here you must know that we are servants that are not alone another kind of servants that we are left to handle it on our own we are servants with the spirit of faith how advantageous is that <laughs> we have a great advantage that same Lord risen from the dead that same power is in us and with us. God's kingdom is supernatural. We are talking about the king, his lord over his people. The Lord has a kingdom. Has a kingdom. Has a kingdom. See that that kingdom is supernatural. It is spiritual. It is not physically seen or discerned. It is not physically seen. It is not physically discerned. What truth is that when you talk about faith? Don't have to be physical for it to be real, that is for you to regard it as real. Something being invisible to the natural eye doesn't mean it is not real. That's what faith is about believing, despite the fact that it doesn't make any sense in the natural. Let's see Romans 4. Let's see how Paul described God's kingdom there. He was actually talking about. Sticking out for those whose faith are not, no. The unbelievers, no. Seeing yourself as that ambassador. Let's see Romans 14. Let's see Romans 14. Yourself as the ambassador. So, you know they will not believe because you are doing something. You yourself, you stop doing it so that they will believe. Romans 14, 17 and 18 for the kingdom of god is not eating and drinking the eating and drinking there would not just mean eating and drinking it will mean it is not in just physical ceremonies but it is in righteousness peace and joy in the holy ghost is eating for he who serves christ in these things is acceptable to god and approved by men serving god by walking in the spirit in righteousness joy in the holy ghost and peace this is how we serve this is how we serve we serve in god's kingdom by righteousness of god Peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. Remember 2 uh, uh, Timothy 3.16, an instruction in righteousness. All scripture given by the inspiration of God, profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction. for well, instruction in righteousness. We have the righteousness of God. We walk in it. We get trained as students of the gospel to walk in God's righteousness. In the peace of God that is the fruit of the Spirit. This is from love and joy in the holy ghost which is also from love but as by the way for now peace and joy in the holy ghost this is how we serve see verse 18 again for he who serves christ in these things is acceptable to god and is that we serve in god's kingdom god's kingdom is for the spiritual and the physical to dwell as one Elaborate on that. God's kingdom is for the spiritual and the physical to dwell as one. When Jesus was born, the king arrived. Amen. Let's see Matthew 3, verse 2. Matthew 3, and verse 2. Those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, Repent for the kingdom of God, kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom of God will elaborate on that word heaven. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he who was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah, saying, Voice of one crying, the witness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. The word repent there is metanoio, M E m-e-t-a-n-o-e-o it means a change of your mode of reasoning repent change your mind because they actually thought the kingdom was physical they thought they you know they were under oppression from the roman government they will not think that the messiah that is coming will come and uh, uh, overthrow herod you no know, caesar so that they will get their own kingdom back. That kind of kingdom they loved in the days of Saul, in the days of David, turns on the thoughts. Not physical. But this guy's thoughts, you no, know, uh, 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 a physical kingdom. That's why they asked. Will you again restore the kingdom again to Israel? Let's see that Acts chapter 1 text. Acts 1. See they, they, they still asked. So, we will, we will just brush through it. Verse 6, Therefore, when they had come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdoms of Israel? Still thought it was a physical one. Still thought it was a physical one. Okay? That was what they thought. But God's kingdom is spiritual. There's nothing eating and drinking. Nothing physical ceremonies. But the heart righteousness. Peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Matthew 4.17, Jesus also preached. At that time, Jesus began to say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So change your mode of thinking. How that the kingdom is not physical, it is spiritual. That is what Jesus preached. That same king is here. Who would have thought it would be the son of a carpenter? Who would have thought it would be a craftsman? Who <laughs> would have thought? Why? Because their thinking was just too carnal. so natural. Just logical. We want to use mathematics to explain everything. We want to use physical ceremonies to explain everything.
1: <laughs> they didn't say
0: it coming. So, Jesus and John the Baptist priests see pointing to him that see that man preaching in all of galilee in judah you know in Capernaum, that man is that king you have been waiting for that jesus christ is that lord they missed the identity they thought it would be one man and one huge camel with a lot of regalia with a lot of decorations on his face you know as he's coming thunder lightning everywhere Jesus and John the Baptist will pray. They
1: say, repent, change your thinking. That is not it. The
0: kingdom of heaven is at hand. He used heaven there. The word heaven. Spiritual. Is at hand. That is your king. Because your king is around, now he will gather his people. Because the king is around, he will not gather his flock. So, the moment Jesus was born, the king was born. The king arrived when Jesus was born. But when he rose from the dead, the king opened the gateway to his kingdom. Whoever believes,
1: come in. Whoever will believe, come in. That's salvation work. Salvation work.
0: He is our king. When Jesus was born, the king arrived when he rose from the dead. That king, that Lord, opened the gateway to his kingdom, that whoever believes will not perish but have everlasting life. With him, With him. only those indwelt by the Spirit are the sons and servants in his kingdom. Let's see Colossians 1. Colossians 1. Colossians 1. Verse 12 to 13, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. In the light, remember Genesis 1, in the light. He has delivered us. A vocabulary of David, deliverance. He has delivered us from the power of darkness. Remember the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. The enemy is not carnal. These are spiritual wickedness in heavenly places from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of His love. Can we say, Into the kingdom of the Spirit of the Son? Yes, into the kingdom of the Son of God, that Spirit of God, of His love, in whom we have redemption. God keeping His promise to Abraham. Through his blood, his life, we have the forgiveness of sins. He has atoned for our sins and trespasses. Ephesians 2, verse 1, we were once dead in our sins and trespasses. He has now conveyed us into his kingdom. Delivered us. Delivered us. The kingdom is Spiritual kingdom is spiritual so the moment he gives us his spirit we join the kingdom when he gives us his spirit we join the kingdom we are now servants in that kingdom we are now children sons access to his inheritance in the saints access to the father the righteousness of god the fruits the gifts fruit of the spirit is love we have access we can walk in it When he gives us his spirit, we join the kingdom. So God's kingdom is a kingdom of physical men indwelled by the spirit of God. It's a kingdom of physical men indwelled by a spiritual God. That is what Moses would call heaven and earth as one. I'll explain that as time goes on. I mentioned something down there. That God's kingdom is for the spiritual and the physical to dwell as one. When we talk about God's kingdom, we're trying to say, God has come to man so that man will come to God. There is that union. That is God's will on the earth, his vision on the earth. He wants that union. The spiritual and the physical are bounding together in God's abode, that heaven. God's abode in the world. Kingdom of Heaven is multitude of physical men indwelled by a spiritual God. That is God's kingdom. That is God's kingdom. So it is a kingdom of sons and servants that will serve and bring in other sons and servants. Kingdom of sons and servants that will serve and bring in other sons and servants. And we say that the kingdom of God is for physical men, indwelled by God's spirit. Let's see 1 Corinthians 15. 1 Corinthians 15. You know, we read through this about two tracks ago. We will just start from... Okay, we've read through this. We would start from... Verse 42. 42, down to 49. So also is the resurrection of the dead. The body is sown in corruption. It is raised in corruption. This is referring to what will happen in you know, what we we'll call the second coming. We will have new bodies. We shall be changed. Verse 43, it is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown in natural body. What he said before. Verse forty four is now the explanation of forty two and forty three. It is sown a natural body, but it is raised a spiritual body. This is the spiritual body that can fit in in the actual heaven. No, the second coming. The second coming. It is sown a natural body; it is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body and there is a spiritual body, and it is written: the first Adam, first man Adam, became a living being. Last Adam, be- take notes. The last Adam, how be Jesus Christ became a life-given spirit? It's forty-six. However, the spiritual is not first, but the natural, and afterward the spiritual. The first man was of the earth, made of dust. The second man is the Lord from heaven, spiritual God, physical man, Adam. Physical man, Jesus, a spiritual Lord. Verse forty-eight: As was the man of dust, so also are those who are made of dust. And as is the heavenly man, a spiritual man. You see that Uranus? What should come to your mind? Gods abode. Gods, God lives in the spirit. Spiritual man. So also are those who are heavenly. And as we have born the image of the man of dust, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly man. Verse 50, Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. This is what happened with Jesus. And this is what he's going to do for us. When he receives up, up in glory, what it means is that verse 44, there is a natural body and there is a spiritual body. So we get the spiritual body when he returns do you get what it's trying to say here spiritual bodies spiritual bodies spiritual bodies we shall be changed see verse 51 behold i tell you a mystery we shall not all sleep no they all sleep he has explained thing. verse 4 5 6 that is the apostles that died that's the sleep physical death they shall not all sleep but we shall be changed natural to spiritual right our bodies Natural to spiritual rights shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound and the dead will be changed. The dead will rise, be raised incorruptible rather, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. We can see two bodies at play here. This is what Jesus will do when he returns to receive us up in glory. So, he will receive only those that are in his kingdom, only those in his kingdom. That's what Jesus will say, whoever believes will be saved, whoever believes is condemned. So, we have that salvation. We are in his kingdom, the kingdom of his son, as we see in Colossians 1, 12, and 13. So, we have a natural body, a spiritual body. So, we have that natural body now, but indwelled by the life-giving Spirit. Do you get it? Do you get it? So, the servanthood, in our servanthood, our service to God, we are not alone. We are not alone. We are not alone. So it is a kingdom of sons and servants who will bring in other sons and servants. See, God's vision is for more sons and servants to be in him. God's vision is for more sons and servants to be in the light. More God's vision is for more sons and servants to be in the spirit. You they will not walk in the spirit. There won't be a walking in the spirit if you are not in the spirit by salvation through faith in what God has done in Christ. You won't be walking in the spirit. You've not been in the spirit by salvation through faith in what God has done in Christ. You have to be slotted out of the global problem, you have to receive that same spirit of faith, by faith in what God has done, and this is the message we proclaim, pointing to them that that is the king, the only way to that salvation is that man Jesus Christ, that carpenter
1: it doesn't sound much, no,
0: <laughs> how can that man, that man that wore sandals, you no, know, his sandals was even eaten up, and you say that is that king of glory but they usually say Lift up your heads, O ye gate, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors. That the King of glory, who is this King of glory? The Lord's strong and mighty. David is pointing and saying, That is the King, not me. I cannot save you from sin, I cannot deliver you. That is that King of glory who takes away the sin of the world. That is that Lamb
1: whose kingdom
0: for more sons and servants. We must see ourselves as servants. We are serving. We are laborers. Remember Epaphras, Colossians 4, 12. Laborers, 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 laborers. Much more, much more laborers. That consciousness must be there. Labor in the place of prayer, building up yourself in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying for others. Praying for all kings and and, and, and those in authority, praying, pray for your allies, pray for those you want saved, that is the harvest of souls, pray in the Holy Ghost, pray, we fight this warfare by praying in the Holy Ghost, preaching the word of faith, Jesus is risen from the dead, he is with us today by his spirit, he is with us because He is in us. He said, "Lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of this age." So, since we have this ministry, we do not lose heart. We have received the Spirit of faith. So, what are we to do? We are partnering with Him. We are walking with Him, accompanied with signs and wonders, and say, "Yes, Jesus is truly risen from the dead." This is the gospel. This is the message we preach. This is the message we announce is what we preach is what we announce we want more men in the light Want want more men in that plan of god of union heaven and earth as one heaven you can see that in first corinthians 15 what paul used if you see the earlier verses in verse 40 41 he used celestial bodies Physical skies and clouds and sun and moon and stars, he's using it to describe the f- spiritual body. He says, the, the, there's the celestial and there's the terrestrial. He's creating that distinction between uh, 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 the physical and the natural, um, the physical and the supernatural, the physical and the spiritual. That distinction is there, but God's will is that we are in that union. Physical men indwelled by a spiritual God, heaven and earth as one. So the earth made of dust, as you saw him, he explained there, he's creating that distinction. Okay, we have the celestial, we have the terrestrial, we have the natural body, we have the spiritual body, we have the man made of dust, and now we have a life-giving spirit. He now created that God wants, God wants that union between the two. He doesn't want that separation, that gap between the two. That is God's vision on the earth. Only salvation through faith in what God has done translate us we will lead us to this light. Will lead men to this light, this spirit. To be without form and void is the sin of the world. Jesus came to take care of that. Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. We are in that kingdom and we will preach that more sons and servants will be brought into this kingdom. We will labor for them. We will preach consistently. That is why we do what we do because God's vision For more sons, servants, to be in him, to be in the light, to be in the spirit. Heaven and earth as one. Heaven and earth as one. Forever fellowshipping with God, forever serving him, forever praising him unto his glory. This is God's vision. More men in all the corners of the earth. We are kings and priests unto our God. Are kings that's why he is the king of kings. He's that king of glory. He's our Lord because he is king. He is king. So we preach not ourselves, but that Jesus Christ the Lord. That Jesus Christ the Lord. That Jesus Christ the lord that's jesus christ and if he is lord we are servants under his lordship have that in mind go ahead and pray pray for yourself pray for yourself pray for your allies ah oh, i'm a faithful steward i'm a faithful servant i'm a faithful servant i'm a faithful steward i serve i serve i serve, I serve until it is time for him to gather his flock I serve, I serve, I serve, I serve, I serve
1: diligently. I don't relax. Shabala bala bala kati mana kato shabala kati. Proto And prati he bale bale kato Pray for yourself. Pray for your allies. Pray for your world. And prati bala bala Calabrati Balegatiba Logatu, Shabala Gatu, a Rabala Balever, a Sugar Labalagatar, Calabra to Husumanakati Balegate, a Shabalagatabatta, a Shabalagata, Calabrati Balo Katusha, a Sugar Labalagatuja, and Puntu Husu Husi Hibala Gatar, Rabalava Lagatel, Calabalagatel, a Sugar Labalagatar, that all men be saved and come to knowledge of truth, there's a mighty harvest. His glory fills the earth as the waters go by the sea. More men raised, more laborers raised. Men are in the light. They see the light of the the and da walk in it. da da in the da 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 and ala kala of kala kala a kala 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 a a a a a a Gutter, in Calabrati and pretty Viticate and pretty Viticate and a a and a a table like a table like a
0: oh, we give a praise and thanks. We have it. We will serve. We will serve. We will serve. We will serve. Even in the midst of natural matters, we will serve. We will serve. We will serve. We will, serve. We will be diligent with spiritual things. We will be diligent with natural things because of spiritual things. Oh, sir. Thank you, Father. Thank you for giving us this unction. Thank you for giving us your spirit of faith. You never left us. You never just left us alone. Thank you, Father. He didn't leave us alone. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We are walking with you. This walk is with you. With you, with you, with you, with you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Amen. We have been blessed today. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm.